Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are so excited to be with you once again today for our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we believe that God's got something in store for you today that will bless you in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Amen. We're so glad to be living with the knowledge of the truth in these days, aren't we, honey? Mm -hmm. Sure are. These are exciting days in which we're living. They're not to be fear-filled, but they're to be faith-lived. And as we get into the Word of God today, we pray that the Lord will edify you and bless you once again today, because in these last days, there's exciting things ahead, Amen. and God's got a plan. And uh, praise God, we're a part of it. Hallelujah. That's right. And as we get into the Word today, we encourage you to get your Bible, if you don't already have it with you, uh, church family and friends. And uh, at the, towards the end of the service today, we're going to once again receive communion together. So praise God for that. Amen. Mm -hmm. But we've been talking about, and we started a new series last week on faith for living in the last days. Faith for living in the last days. Mm -hmm. If faith is good enough to get us to heaven, faith in God, then faith is also important enough and good enough mm -hmm. and strong enough and able enough, faith in God that is, to sustain us no matter what we face in these last days. Amen. That's why it's so important for us as believers to not be captivated by the spirit of fear mm -hmm. because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's right. And Amen. today as we go into the word of God, we encourage you to highlight in your Bibles Take notes because these things that we're sharing are integral and key for your ongoing success in the faith life in these last days. That's right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's, as we get into the word of God, let's open up in prayer once again today. Father, we do thank you and we praise you. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to get together, Lord God, in this way. And Father God, we thank you for the communication of strong faith. And what strong faith will do in you, Lord God, as we as your people trust you, mm -hmm. have confidence in you. Mm -hmm. And Father God, we thank you for enlightening any darkness we may have in our yes, lives. Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for the encouragement of every person that's tuned in today. And we praise you for every need met in Jesus' thank name. You, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And uh, church family, we also... I uh, want to say thank you again for all your faithful and continued support. We do really, really appreciate that. And Amen. the free will offerings that others uh, have sent in too. Mm -hmm. We're so grateful and thankful for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pray. God bless and we're us believing, and multiplies it back to you. Yes, yes, he does. And we're believing for every single one of your needs to be met too. Yes, Amen. We thank well, you, Jesus. Uh, as we start off today in this second uh, session or this second part, if you will, uh, faith for living in these last days or faith for last days living as we've entitled it uh we want to call your attention first of all uh, again to four particular scriptures that we gave you and that is habakkuk 2 4 romans 1 17 galatians 3 11 and hebrews 10 38 and all four of those scriptures one in the old and three of the new of course what they do is they talk about the importance of living by faith when we find the statement, 
the just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. And in the Old Testament, it says the just shall live by his faith or his faith or my faith or your faith in God, right? And that's how we're supposed to live. Uh, Faith is not a mechanical thing. It's not uh, something that we operate in a robotic way. Faith is living. It's pulsating. Faith is believing God. Faith is taking God at his word and acting like the word of God is true. And of all times, as Christians, as believers, we need to act like the word of God is absolutely true because it is. And so is it true during the difficult times? Of course it is. Yes, it is. It's true during the good times and all times in believe, in between. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And so today, as we're looking at this, and we, with those particular scriptures, what we notice there is this is a means by where we live as a Christian. Because he's writing to Christians there in the New Testament. The just shall live by faith. So again, uh, as we've already discussed in previous sessions, that it, living by faith does not mean you don't work. It doesn't mean that you just pray and believe and don't do anything. As uh, Pastor Don was sharing last week from James, we were looking at the importance of having corresponding actions to our faith. And James said there, he said, uh, I'm going to show you my faith by what I do. And that's still true today. So God wants you to have a job. He wants you to have provision. And uh, believing God doesn't mean you don't go to the doctor if you need to go to the doctor. Uh, there's a lot of uh, strange things that people give to what faith is, and they fall under the the heading of the guise of faith. But uh, as far as lining up with the scriptures, they're not faith at all. Mm-hmm. Faith in God is a real pulsating thing. That's right. And it has corresponding actions. That's right. God always expects us to do our part, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's believing him or doing what we can in the natural. And then he puts always a super on the natural. That's right. And that's why he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So Amen. again, you know, that's Ephesians 3.20. So apart from him, we can do nothing. But through Jesus, we can do all things. Amen. And that's that's a nice partnership that he's, uh, you know, we're co-laborers with him. Amen. With the Lord. So joint heirs with Jesus. So Amen. There's always a part that we're required to do. Yes. That we can do. And should do, right? We should do. With corresponding actions. Amen. Now, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 11.6 that this goes right with, and we're not teaching particularly on the whole A to Z on the subject of faith, but hitting a few high spots here. But in Hebrews 11.6, it says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. Him who? God. Mm -hmm. Why? For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. In other words, that God exists and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if we're seeking God by faith, we need to do it by faith. If we're seeking God, we need to seek him by faith. And uh, when we pray, we need to pray by faith. And faith begins, of course, where the will of God's known for sure. That's right. But it's impossible, not improbable, but it's impossible to please God without faith. And if there was ever a time that uh, we needed faith, it's right now mm-hmm. in having faith for last day's living. That's and right. that's why we're looking at this, because it's so integral and so important for us receiving the benefits 
and the fullness of the promises that God has laid out in the new covenant through the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So praise God. It's impossible. It's impossible to please God without faith. That's right. So if God demands that we have faith to please him, then he must, out of his justice, have provided the way to where we can have faith in him. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That way is through the written word of God. That's why we look at the foundation of our faith repeatedly. And when we study things, we study the scriptures Mm -hmm. because the scriptures pulsate faith. That's right. Faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. So faith doesn't come by hearing the doctor's report or by hearing the economist's report or That's by right. listening to the news report. Mm-hmm. That's how fear is generated. Mm-hmm. Most oftentimes, fear is generated by all these different places of the media and even different people that are well-meaning so many times But fear comes from them because, oh, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's Mm going to, you may lose your job tomorrow. Uh, You may get uh, sick and you may get uh, a bad report from the doctor or this or that. And the list goes on and on. And that's exactly how the devil operates. Faith in God comes from God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fear uh, comes from the devil. Mm -hmm. Fear uh, comes from uh, having an uncertainty in our life. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's not going to change. If it was his will to provide for you 2,000 years ago, then it's his will to provide for you today. If it was his will to heal you and have you healthy and protected from any disease, germ, virus, bacteria, plague, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. if that was his will 2,000 years ago, It's still his will today. Mm -hmm. That's why we're looking at this, brothers and sisters, is because we need to get strong in these days in which we're living because so much is coming against us Mm -hmm. that is negative. So much is coming against us as believers, bringing doubt, unbelief, pessimism. God has not changed. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And so that's why we're looking at the precious scriptures. But as we just read there in Hebrews 11, 6, Without faith, it's impossible to please him because he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, that God really exists and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So praise God. God's a rewarder. God's a good God and he loves you and he cares about you and wants to provide and protect for you and for your family. And we need to hear that repeatedly. And praise God. That's one of the reasons why we're looking at that again here today. And I think too, honey, um, it's important that um, you know, the Bible says that he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Mm-hmm. And I think we're Great. just calling to attention True. what you already have, what he's already provided for you. If you are in Christ Jesus, if you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. then we are just calling attention. You know, sometimes if you're going somewhere and somebody points out something in the distance or you point something out that maybe you hadn't seen before and in the scenery, like, do you see that beautiful tree over there or whatever? And you're like, oh, I never saw that before. Well, it was mm-hmm. always there, but maybe you just didn't recognize it. Right. So for us as believers, we're just helping to point out or possibly remind you of what God has provided in his word that belongs to you. The authority that you have that we've covered here in the last few sessions. And again, then again, talking about faith. Mm-hmm. Because what you, do, what you don't know about, you can't really utilize or, or exercise. 
Mm-hmm. And so we need to know what is God provided for his children yes. through the word of God by the name of Jesus because of the Amen. Holy Ghost. Yes. And then you can act on those things. Yes. And Or we're just stirring you up today. Perhaps we're just stirring you up by faith. And, uh, you know, because we're, that's what that's what we need to do. You know, iron sharpeneth iron. Mm-hmm. and uh, But also call into remembrance those things that he's provided for us. Then Amen. you can act upon those things. Amen. Praise God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. So when we come to God, we need to know for sure what his promises are, yes. what he has provided for us through the new covenant, through the blessed broken body and spilling of the blood of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. You, but faith is so important. Jesus said in another place when he was here on earth, uh, in Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, he said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him mm-hmm. that believeth. Mm-hmm. All things are possible. You may be in a hopeless situation today, seemingly hopeless. Maybe the deck stacked against you. Maybe it's looking bleak from the doctor's report, from the banker's report, uh, from uh, a family member's report. Uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like. If God is on your side, and he is, he's yes, there to he help is. you. He's there to protect you, to provide for you, mm-hmm. to encourage you. And that's why we look at the written word of God. Amen. Romans 8 uh, tells us, and we've read this before, Yea, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. If God be for you, who can be against you? In other words, it doesn't matter who's against you. That's it right. just matters who is for you. Because the one who's for you is so much bigger than anything that's arrayed against you. It doesn't even add up. Calculate. It doesn't even add up to any significance. That's right. right. Because God's for you. Because he loves you. And he wants to help you. And that's why we're delving into these things here today. But God is for us. If thou canst believe. Well, you can believe. Yes. As a believer, you can believe because we have knowledge about God's will. And particularly, as we're looking for faith uh, for last day's living here in this series, uh, and we're going to get into the book of Exodus and look at, we've been receiving communion uh, every week now, and we've been looking at this particularly, how important it is, taking a little bit of time as we receive that at the end of the service every day, but we're going to delve more into it about the significance and the importance of the communion table. Because we need to know that. Because healing's provided for in God's great plan of redemption. And when we receive communion together, we celebrate what the Lord Jesus Christ did. So no plague, no fever, no problem can coexist in your body that is too big for God to handle. Amen. And that's good news. That's very good Praise news. God. So God has given us the means whereby we can receive the fullness of what he has provided for us. That's right. fear, in, fear is the opposite of faith. Mm-hmm. Fear is the opposite of faith. Faith in God swallows up fear. Mm-hmm. Faith that's in right. God believes God and takes God at his word. Mm-hmm. Faith in God also knows how to live a prepared life. So when you hear about things that are ahead, things are getting worse. We just heard 
here today and yesterday and the day before, every day this week so far, yeah. oh, how things are getting worse with the COVID. Things are getting uh, out of hand. It's going to be worse than ever before. And so all of these things try to undermine and sabotage strong faith in God. Sure. That's why we That's have true. to hear it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm. Because either God's word is big enough to stop any type of plague that would come to your doorstep or wherever you go, or God's not big enough. It's as simple as that. That's right. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm going to side in with God. And I believe you want to side in with God too. But we're showing you scriptures to where you can stand on your own two spiritual feet, so to speak, in the four walls enclosed in your house so that you can put the devil to flight. Amen. Because the devil's going to try to bring you fear. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try to take strong faith in God out of your life. So all things are possible to him that believes. So faith in God knows how to live a prepared life. And it's good to be prepared. That's right. When it's getting worse and worse in the world, yeah. it's getting brighter and lighter and more glorious for the Christian because they know in whom who they believe. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So faith works. And faith is strong enough to hold away from you any type of plague. Any type of thing that comes your way, God's redeemed us from that. And that's why as we're looking at these things, it's so important to have these scriptures highlighted and, hunt and hidden in our heart. Because believing God, we look to God. That yes. means we look to God. That doesn't mean we don't go to the doctor if we need to or have an operation if we need to. But it looks, it means that we look to God first. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, and we're going to go back, as I said, to the book of Exodus, but I want you to turn to Galatians 3 today. And uh, then we're going to look at the book of, of Deuteronomy. But uh, I want you to look at Galatians chapter 3. Now, this was uh, the earliest epistle that the Apostle Paul wrote uh, to one of the churches, to the church at Galatia. And he talks about redemption. And I want to pick up here, Galatians chapter 3. If you have your Bible, please turn there. Mm -hmm. And I want you to start reading here in verse uh, 13 here. And look with me what it says. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. The tree is talking about here, about the cross, okay? Mm -hmm. Look what it goes on to say. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we're here we have it again. Mm -hmm. How are we going to receive the promise of the Spirit? Through faith. Through what? Through faith. Through what? Through faith. Through faith. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now that's why faith is so important. All right? Mm -hmm. It's not having faith in your faith. It's having faith in God. Mm -hmm. As, honey, you read last week from uh, Mark 11. Yes. <laughs> Jesus said there, when he cursed the fig tree, he said, uh, have faith in God. Yes. He said, have faith, faith in God. God. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we're talking about here once again today. But 
Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Okay, he has redeemed us. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So if he's redeemed us from the curse of the law, then we need to go back, and we're going to do that in just a moment, and look at what we have been redeemed from. Amen. And perhaps you've never read too much of the Old Testament or you're not that familiar or you never went back even when you've read the scripture before to look at what was under the law, what was the curse of the law. That's why we're looking at it. But notice what it goes on to say. He said, <laughs> being made a curse for us, that's Christ, as it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through yes, faith. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you skip down to verse 29 of that same opening, notice what it says. And if you be Christ's, Galatians 3, 29, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. Well, we're, to the, we're the seed of Abraham. Yes, we and we don't have time to go back and look today, but in Romans chapter 4, we're all children of God by faith, by faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, that's in verse 26 there. It's in verse 26, yeah, but pictures. we're in the lineage of the father yes, of our faith, are. Abraham. Okay. Yes. And so we're children. And just like Abraham exercised faith in believing God, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're called children of Abraham through Jesus Christ. We're in the same line. We're, we're in the same line. We're, we're recipients. And what has he redeemed us from? He's redeemed us from poverty, spiritual death. Sickness, sickness and disease, and ultimately yeah. uh, the second death or eternal damnation yes. uh, when hell's cast into the lake of fire, mm -hmm. we're, we've been redeemed from that. Yes, but have. particularly what we want to focus in on here in Christ redeeming us from the curse of the law, we're looking at how he's redeemed us from sickness and disease and from plagues. Yes, That's so important for us so because... Faith in God in these last days, faith for living in these last days, is important to know that plagues, and we've already looked at this several times mm -hmm. over the last several weeks, uh, about from Psalm 91, that uh, no plague will come near our dwelling. How do we rightfully claim that, believe that, and receive that, and have that working in our life? Well, if we can't, if we don't know about it, but secondly, we need to be strong in knowing that the plague cannot come and rest itself upon our lives as children of God. It has no legal grounds to do that. That's all right. right? And you so, might, well, and you might say, well, what about all these different, you know, new viruses, the new plagues that are coming about our way? And, you know, how, mm -hmm. how are all these things covered in the Bible? Well, if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 61, now these were the curses uh, for the disobedience that would come on the children of God, these were curses of the law for, yes. for the failed, uh, for the failed, you know, um, for failures, people disobeying the law. Right. And again, Jesus had not come yet, but here it says, also every sickness and every plague which is not written in, in the, the book. book of this law, yeah. them will the Lord bring upon or allow, he permitted it, okay? Because yes. God doesn't have sickness or disease in heaven. But he allowed it because mm -hmm. of the consequences of their sin and for them to be destroyed. But that's where Jesus came in and bridged the gap. Yes. And he brought us. So it says right there, which is every sickness and every plague, which is not written 
in the book of this law that covers now, every sickness, every it, disease. Exactly. Now, everything. If we go back and you study this whole 28th chapter, what you find out is the first verses of this particular chapter talk about the blessings. And it talks about the blessings of obedience. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. So let's let's go back to verse 1 there in, in Deuteronomy 28. And let's look at this here, and then we're going to jump down here, and we're going to see what happens. And these are the curses of disobedience. But let's first of all look at Deuteronomy 28. And start in verse 1. It says, And it shall come to pass... If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God shall set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, in those first two verses, he said, if you're hearkening, if you're listening to what I'm telling you to do, okay, listening to my voice, listening to my commands, mm -hmm. obeying them. All of the following blessings, and he starts in verse 3 to go down, and he talks about all these blessings through uh, verse 14. Okay? We won't take time to read that today. But these curses, as you start to read down there in verse 15, it says, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake thee. Mm -hmm. And then he started to say, cursed shall thou be in the city. And then cursed shall thou be in the field. Well, that's everywhere. Yes. You're in the city, the field, wherever you're at, you're going to have these curses show up. Mm -hmm. And why are these curses? Why do they come? Because of disobedience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, we're not so much focusing in on people being disobedient today as much as being unknowledgeable about the redemption that's rightfully theirs, okay? Right. But we bring out these different verses to let you know and to give you a reference point. Now, if you read from Deuteronomy 28, starting in verse 15, and you read all the way down, what you find is you begin to see that uh, all of these curses... Starting looking at verse 21, it says, The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto you until it's consumed thee off the land, whither thou goest in to possess. And he'll smite you with consumption, uh, verse 22. He permits it. He and with it. a fever and with inflammation and with extreme burning mm -hmm. and with a sword and with blasting and with mildew. And they will pursue thee until thou perish. The heavens being uh, uh, as like brass and shut up. And all of these things happening and then down to uh, smiting you uh, with your eyesight in verse uh, 34 and 35, smiting you in your knees and your legs and the botch and all of these things. We won't take time to read it, but, but read that. And all of these curses, verse 45, more of all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he command thee. Now, all right? Now, and then, of course, down to where you read, honey, just a few minutes ago, about all the things in verses 58 through 61, where he ends up there uh, that, you know, all these plagues, all these sicknesses of long continuance, uh, they're going to, and diseases of Egypt, all these things, they're going to destroy you. Well, praise God to have knowledge 
that we've been redeemed from this. And if we're Jesus endeavoring intervened. to walk in the light yes. of God's redemptive plan and the realities therewith, we're not trying to walk in, in disobedience. And I believe you're not. And that's why uh, we're looking at this today, that to know our rightful place and privileges in Christ Jesus. Now, if we have been walking in sin, we ask the Lord to forgive us. But if we walk in the light and we ask the Lord to forgive us, then he cleanses us and the sin's gone. So we're back in the right standing with the Lord in Amen. fellowship with him. Then at the moment we ask for forgiveness, even if we were not walking as we should, then we're Cleansed. right back in right standing with God. Right. So none of these things should come into our life and have ruling and reigning authority over our lives. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be there. Yes. And that's why we're looking at these things. Yeah. So Christ has redeemed us from these curses. Mm -hmm. All right. And praise God for the knowledge of the truth of that. Amen. Amen. Well, they come in either because of ignorance or because of disobedience. Right. There's a difference between committing sin and um, practicing sin. So if a person's in relationship with the Lord, they can break fellowship when they do sin. And like you said, honey, 1 John 1, 9, 1 mm -hmm. John 1, 9 was written for the believer mm -hmm. today for us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if a person's practicing sin, then mm -hmm. it's apparent that they're not aware of that, what God's provided for him, them, uh, what he, he's done through his son, Jesus Christ. A lot of people just, there can be ignorance that way, but there's a form of disobedience that, mm -hmm. you know, you see some people, they're just, it seems like they have the artillery called in on them because they're not living for the Lord and they don't know. But when they come into relationship with the Lord, then it's important that these things are taught to them mm -hmm. as we are doing right now to find out this is, oh, okay, Amen. this is why things happen. That's right. And the consequences. But now I don't have to put up with that anymore. As long as we come in a relationship, it's like, what umbrella are you under? Mm -hmm. There's an umbrella protection when you come under, uh, come into relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, by being born again. By being born again. Amen. The benefits of being born again. And then again. if you sin, if you sin, then we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus yes. Christ the righteous. Yes, and by amen. his precious blood, we're forgiven of our sins yes. and we're restored to right standing with God. Right. Okay. In fellowship with him. So read that 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. And as uh, Pastor Don quoted a moment ago, look what it says there. Uh, it says in verse 60, moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou was afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee and every sickness and every plague which is not written in the, the book of this law. And he had already spelled out all these different sicknesses and plagues and etc. And uh, we're going we're gonna to look at some of these things a little bit further here in the, in the days ahead as far as the plagues. But we got good news for you. Any plague, any virus, it doesn't matter what it is. Jesus has made it possible through his broken body to be able to reign in this life free from sickness and disease and from the spirit of fear that would open Amen. up the door for those type of things to come on our lives. That's right. Praise God for yes, the great yes, plan yes. of redemption. Jesus is our redeemer. Mm -hmm. He's not, it's not, he used to be our redeemer or he used to do these things. These things are all present tense today and they're present tense and 
the same Amen. because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, every sickness and every plague. Now, perhaps you've played again and again and again in your own mind through the last days and months since this whole coronavirus uh, came into uh, worldwide <laughs> notoriety, so to speak, and so much fear about it. Well, guess what? There's thousands of viruses mm -hmm. all the time. Just because we don't see them, just because it's not talked about, there's all kinds of deadly things that could kill us. That's right. That could destroy our health. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is until a few months ago, we weren't listening so much about this virus or that virus, and now it's the coronavirus. And in the past, there's been all kinds of plagues, the bubonic plague, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and SARS, SARS N1, H1. H1N1, I guess N1, it's called. N1H1. 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 N1H1, whatever. It doesn't matter. They just slap a name on it. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what the name is. It's too not too great for the no. name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. And so having strong faith, it doesn't matter. When the scripture says in the book of Isaiah, no weapon formed against you can prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, That's you right. should condemn it. Yes. God's already condemned it. Yes, he has. In other words, he's already passed sentence on all of these diseases, all of these plagues. Now, as we receive communion today, we need to freshly stand up in the spirit of faith and say, I believe that, Lord. Yes. Amen. nothing's going to attach itself or it's if it's tried to attach itself to you, you begin to resist it. You begin to call it null and void and it's power renderless over you or your family because of what Jesus, Jesus did, did at Calvary. Yes. He became and in a the curse name of for Jesus, you. He took upon himself he all of our curse sins and sicknesses. For you. Yes. That's right. Amen. So you don't have to bear what he already bore. That's right. That's right. And if Jesus bore it, which he did, he bore everything. So all these viruses, all of this fear and all this pandemonium and all this kind of stuff, you need to, the moment it tries to attach itself to your life or tries to assail your mind, mm -hmm. you need to stop it right there and say, no, you don't. Right. In the mighty name of Jesus, I break its power. I resist it. First of all, deal with the fear. I stand against That's right. the spirit of fear. Yes. That's exactly yes. right. And then deal with the symptoms. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, you can do that if you're a child of God mm -hmm. in fellowship with the Lord. But if you're not, if you're away from Him in a backslidden condition, you can get right today mm -hmm. and get on in the right place to where you can stand yes. using the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Or if you're listening today and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can receive Him as your own personal Savior. Mm -hmm. That He can become Lord of your life, your Savior. You can become born again. Right. And once you become born again, you're a child of God and your rights and privileges are the same as what we have. Mm -hmm. After walking with God many, many years, you have the same rights and privileges. You have the same Savior. You don't have to be saved for a certain length of time to be able to get the promises of God implemented and working in your life. But I want to pray for you right now. If you're out there today and you'd say, Pastor Monty, I don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I do not know who he is. Mm -hmm. I've never accepted him. Mm -hmm. But listening to you talk today, I want to be able to receive him as my own personal savior. Jesus came to save us from our sins. Yes, he did. But we must admit and confess to him that we're a sinner. We're lost without him. And if you're out there today and you're in a backslidden condition, praise God, you can come right back into fellowship by asking the Lord to forgive you. So I want you to pray this prayer. If you can get on your knees, if you're in that place where you can do that, that's the best because it just shows, shows symbolically that you have a humbleness of heart. Mm-hmm. But perhaps you're not in a place to do that. That's okay too. But I want to pray for you and you can accept the Lord Jesus Christ or come back into fellowship. Mm-hmm. But I want you to bow your head right now yes. and with your heart. Uh, you see, the Bible says uh, if we believe in our heart that God's raised Jesus from the dead and we confess him, as Lord with our mouth, then we shall be saved. But we have to believe something in our heart and say it with our mouth. So we just don't say words. We say words that are heartfelt. Yes, and he he loves us. And he cares about you. And he's got a plan for your life. And he desires to be in in fellowship and have a relationship with you. Amen. Well, Father God, we do thank you right now in the name of Jesus as we pray for these dear ones. Now open up your heart right now and let's pray saying this out of your heart say heavenly father heavenly father in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i come to you today i come to you today and i come and i come with openness of heart with openness of heart and repent and repent and ask you and ask you to forgive me to forgive me of my sin of my sin and this day and this day i want to receive i want to receive the lord jesus christ the lord jesus christ as my own personal savior as my own personal savior i believe i believe that he's been raised from the dead he's been raised from the dead and that salvation and that salvation is available to me is available to me so father god so father god as i come to you as i come to you i acknowledge i acknowledge that jesus christ that jesus christ is your own son is your own son and that he went to the cross and that he went to the cross 2000 years ago 2000 years ago to pay the penalty to pay the penalty for my sins for my sins and so this day so this day i've asked him i ask him to come into my heart to come into my heart create me anew to create me anew and make me his own son and make me his own son or daughter in his own kingdom in his own kingdom and i believe i receive and i believe i receive right now right now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and i thank you lord and i thank you lord for forgiving me for forgiving me and cleansing me and cleansing me totally totally completely completely right now right now and giving me a brand new start and giving me a brand new start in jesus name in jesus name amen amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you prayed that prayer with us, we want you to contact us at either www.alfc.net or the email address alfc at alfc.net or you can call us at 503-692-9673. Our church is here in Tualatin, Abundant Life Family Church, but we want to send you some materials that'll help you in your new walk with the Lord. Amen. It's so important. You find a good local church and get connected with other Bible-believing Christians, get you a Bible, and we want to help you by sending you some material to help you start on your new walk with God because it's only the beginning. It's not yes, the end. That's right. Getting saved, receiving Jesus is only the start. Yes, and God is. loves you, and He does have a plan for your life. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank well, this Lord. time we're going to receive communion. We're going to get more into uh, this particular subject and the communion table uh, next week and look at some wonderful things to see how God kept his children in the Old Testament uh, free from any type of plagues that came their way and how he healed them That's and right. protected them gloriously. <laughs> but uh, I want to call your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as we receive communion. And this is so important for us because as children of God, we celebrate the Lord's death till he comes. And we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, resurrection from the dead, resurrection from dying on the cross for our sins and for our sicknesses and diseases. And so we joyously celebrate uh, this today. And so we hold the cup here and we also have the bread. And these are the two uh, symbols, if you will, that we receive of the communion table. The bread represents the Lord's broken body for your physical healing and my physical healing. But the cup represents the forgiveness of sins. That's right. And so that's what we celebrate today. And it comes right out of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Of course, the night in which Jesus was betrayed, the Bible tells us that he gave his disciples, he took bread and he gave thanks saying, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Mm -hmm. This do in remembrance of me. So we do this in remembrance of what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us 2,000 mm -hmm. years ago. That's right. So if you need healing in your body, you say, Lord, I thank you for your healing yeah. power coming into my body right now. Yes. There's been several people over the years receiving communion in our church services. They've been instantaneously healed. Others have been healed gradually as over a period went. of time yes. as they went. But this represents what Jesus did. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. So let's God. pray right now. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this glorious privilege to be able to take this bread, take it in faith, uh, Lord, knowing that what Jesus did 2,000 years ago is still true today. We thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us can prosper. And we thank you for divine healing coming in to every yes, person thank you, Lord. today that is watching this broadcast. And we thank you for your healing power driving out all sickness and disease yes. from the top of their head to the yes. soles of their feet. Yes, amen. And specifically eyes and throat too. If you're having trouble with your Jesus. eyes or your throat, this is a great time, an opportunity time, an opportunity to just say, Father, I thank you that I receive healing for those things right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. And whatever else you need healing in your body. Yes. And specifically the eyes and the throat. Thank you, Father, for yes, your healing power. Yes, that's a word of knowledge right working there. Working in my eyes, working in, in my throat, whatever's Jesus. wrong with it. He knows thank what's you, wrong with it. He's the master physician. He's the one that made our bodies. Yes. He knows how to make them whole. In and bring Jesus health name. and healing back to you again in Jesus' name. Thank Just you, say, Father. Father, God. I receive that as you eat the bread. I receive in that. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Glory Thank God. you, Father God. Go ahead and eat the bread. Thank you, thank Lord. You. And just start saying, Lord, I want to thank I you and thank praise you. Lord. I am healed. According to the word of God. Thank you, Lord. I am healed. Mm -hmm. I believe that I received. According to the no word, plagues yes. can come in my house. That's right. No plagues have, can come into my house. No sickness I've been redeemed from me. the curse mm -hmm. of the law. Jesus paid the price. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you Thank for healing, you, Lord, for healing those dear ones out there today. 
Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. If you have any problems with your hair too, your scalp, just say, thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe I've received healing for my scalp and my hair, whatever it is, hair yes. loss or hair problems or yes. scalp problems. Just receive that right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for, for touching you. them, Lord, right now. Mm -hmm. In the mighty name of mighty Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure to let us know uh, your testimonies about this too. We've Amen. had many people healed. And it's always wonderful yeah. to hear what healer. Jesus did. There's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, as we receive this cup, this represents the shed blood of the Lord Jesus and how we celebrate not only the beginning of our walk with God and being born again and being new creatures in Christ Jesus, but also, too, the forgiveness of sins yes, as amen. Christians when we need it. And when we ask for it, we can receive it. So today, Father God, we want to thank you. Thank you, Lord for sending the Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for spilling your blood for us mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago. And Lord, we want to thank you that we can receive com this communion cup, the remission of our sins, as we take this in faith, knowing that when we ask for forgiveness, you give it, and yes. you give it so graciously. And Lord, we want to thank you for that today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. How wonderful it is to be a child of God, redeemed from the curse of the law, living by faith in these last days. We're so glad you could join us today. And until next time, we encourage you, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your thought life guarded. Amen. Remember, no weapon formed yeah. against you can prosper. Faith. And when you use the name of Jesus, it overcomes the spirit of fear mm -hmm. and you take authority over the spirit of fear right. and continue to thank the Lord that you are healed and that you are per protected from any plague that would mm -hmm. try to come nigh your dwelling according to the written word of God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We love you and God bless you. you and have a blessed, blessed day today and go out and share the good news with others. We love yeah. you and God loves you. Amen. Amen.